Welcome to Dencham, a black youth podcast part of the Suffolk Black Community Forum. We aim to educate and bring awareness to issues we face, but most importantly, we are young, gifted and black. This is our space to celebrate that. I am your host, Lanai, and today I am joined by Jawanza, Donna, Yoji, Esther and Tia for our first episode called Celebrating Us. I hope you enjoy. My first question is, why should we be celebrated as a community? Can I come firstly to you, Jawanza? Um, I think, like, as a Black community, we've, we've come, like, so far. Um, regarding, like, our history, like, 400 years of, over 400 years of oppression, like, has set us back a lot. And, like, you know, we've done, like, we've done amazing things, like, you know, from that. And I think we should be proud of what we, you know, become, really. So that's my reason. Um, anyone else? Yeah, I'd say it's really important, um, especially, like you said, with the the injustices and the history and the problems that we have today as well. It's also important to keep people uplifted and to remind them of, um, of, of that quality as well. Definitely. And I think there's so much going on at the moment and, and all the time where we're seeing our brothers and sisters being killed and we're experiencing racism that to make sure we're celebrated is the very least that everyone can do to make us feel like, you know, we do matter. And I feel like regarding the Black Lives Matter campaign, it's more than acknowledging that we are oppressed. It's also about encouraging everyone to celebrate who we are and what we've achieved because throughout every kind of form of oppression we've been through we still come out on top we're still working we're still you know creating all the music that everyone listens to like just as an example and I feel like yeah the least that everyone can do is to celebrate us does anyone have anything else Donna go ahead hi anyways um at the end of the day, we're all humans, regardless of what ethnicity, skin. Like, if you were to do an autopsy, we're all the same. Why are we celebrating, let's say, Columbus Days, all made by white people? Why we know less, we're all the same. So we should have the right to celebrate equally. You know, if we can celebrate this, why can't we not celebrate our history as well, along with them? I guess that I makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Donna. Um, so I'm going to go to the next question, which is, um, who do we want to celebrate today? So do you have a family member, friend, celebrity, historical activist, anyone in our community, past or present, that you want to celebrate today? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Um, well, doing research, a six-year-old girl called Ruby Bridges um, was the first African-American to desegregate um, all white school. I think this is like a foundation and, you know, to be that brave to, you know, when she's been like, she got like hateful messages, like thrown at her, people like threatening her while she's entering the school, like at six years old and being like, you know, civil rights activist, like it's amazing. So um, she definitely inspires me, like especially her courage and bravery, like, you know, and she was just trying to, you know, get her education, like, you know, she did, I don't think she realised how big that is for us. So um, now I think it's just, you know, we've, uh, 
bold then there's obviously um a mix of cultures in different schools and i think that's important it's really important to have like diverse in like you know everywhere to be honest so that's my inspiration anyone else um if i can go um yeah i would just say um not a celebrity or anything my own mother i look at her as quite an inspiration just because her story is quite similar to a lot of black people coming from africa or caribbean jamaica you know like coming to england it's so different such a different environment especially back then to come over here and to have no one and make a life for yourself um where a lot of people don't want you here a lot of people um just are so different to you you know she came over here her name was Mami Sheke and then it was they told her you know you have to change it to an English name so she had to adopt Deborah so I just think that um even though they're little things I really looked up to her and was inspired by her because despite how much stuff she was put through and how much hate she was given for her skin colour um she persevered through it so I often look to her and I think you know she's a lot of people can relate to that mm. and Esther what do you think that had like the impact that had on you growing up black and to see your mother going through that process like what impact did that have on you growing up um I definitely it was definitely um nice to have her there to kind of I mean I grew up without her for a lot of my life and I saw the difference because not having that black figure there to be like look like you know you you're half black and be happy and own it and teach me how to you know do with my hair and all that stuff um it was nice to have someone there to help me um but I also think that it was really horrible seeing her face those issues um because I saw that like a lot of her sadness and frustration being here um but yeah, just having a strong black woman to look up to was amazing and has had an impact on me definitely in a positive way. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. I think a lot of us can relate and definitely, yeah, having black role models growing up can be so influential on in the way that we feel um, about ourselves. Did, any, did anyone have any else they wanted to, to talk about, Yoji? Yeah, so kind of on a similar level, um, my dad, um, because he's always like instilled in us um, the importance of family and the importance of education. Um, and these are things from um, his parents, like my grandparents that have been um, kind of transferred. So for example, like my um, great granddad would sponsor a lot of um, children to get their education. Um, and those things were really passed down um, to us. And the idea of like the elders in the family being the people that you can go to with any of your problems. So I always felt like I could speak to um, my dad about any issues that I might have. Um, and celebrating like um, mixed African heritage as well, because on my dad's side, it's Ghanaian and Tanzanian. So it was like a lot of a fusion of um, different cultures as well. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, and I'm gonna share someone as well. Um, she's known as Bell Hooks, but her real name is Gloria Jean Watkins. Now she's an American author, professor, feminist, social activist. And I wanted to share this quote um, with you all today because it really um, touched me. 
let me find it first. So dominator culture has tried to keep us all afraid to make us choose safety instead of risk, sameness instead of diversity, moving through that fear, finding out what connects us, reveling in our differences. This is the process that brings us closer, that gives us a world of shared value of meaningful community. Um, so yeah, like Bell Hooks really articulated, you know, the way a lot of us feel and um, definitely recommend. She's written some amazing books. The next question is, are there any examples of when we haven't been celebrated in the past or present that you want to speak about today? Okay, Jay, we'll start with I'm you. Just, um, I'm going to talk about present. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Black culture, we set a lot of trends and um, some of them uh, we don't get credit for. Um, we used to get mocked for. And like, I'm trying to be like, not sorry about it. Um, but like, I think, you know, we give a lot to society and like for it to, you know, be disregarded or have another, another person do it that's not of a black background and then they get praised for it. It's like, it's, it's hurtful because it's like, you know, as the original creators, you know, we were mocked for these things. Like for example, um, big bum, big lips. I remember being picked on for my lips at school. And then all of a sudden it's a trend. So um, I think, you know, people like to pick and choose, um, you know, whether to make things popular or give credit to um, popular people. And I think like when you're, when you're, you know, appreciating our culture, we just, we just want to like have our credit and like not just be, you know, like degraded by it. So that's how I feel. Word, and I think that relates to kind of people appropriating our culture or people kind of wanting our looks or our food or our music, but they don't want the struggle that comes with that. I definitely think we need to have a whole other discussion about um approach. Yeah, that's a that's a whole other that's a whole other topic. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think I understand some people say, okay, people can appreciate. So for example, white people that have braids, things like that. Mm -hmm. But there is another side of me where I think it's it's very hard. You, you know, anyone could say, Oh, I just appreciate it. I'm just wearing it as a style. But for us, it runs so much deeper. Yes, yes. It's a whole lot of a whole another meaning to it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, even with people doing um, you know, white people doing up dreads and everything like that, like, you know, you understand, like I literally went to school with someone, they were just like, Oh, what do you think if I could just get one one lock in my head? And I was like, what for and then she goes oh I just think it looks nice and I was like okay like okay <laughs> um like there's, there's a whole lot of you know other stuff towards it and even when like Justin Bieber wore dreads and it was like cool and trendy but when Zendaya wore it to the red carpet it was like unprofessional or something like that and I was like hold on just because this person is white and you know made it look cool and she's black and you know it made it look you know unprofessional like it just doesn't sit right to me you know so I agree 
is anyone else um have any kind of moments where you didn't feel we were celebrated esther i just wanted to put on um lead on from that as well like i think that on top of um going back to like hairstyles and stuff for me getting my braids done was uh it was bonding like you know you sat down with your auntie or your mother she do your hair that was a bonding experience that was culture you know you sit down you have the food you spend time with family so for me like it's odd to me to kind of make it a trend even if it does look nice because you're not understanding where it comes from like braids different hairstyles back in Africa so that was like tribal you know what I mean that there was significance behind your hair like it's actually your crown and so to make it just like oh the Kim K braids it's offensive on such a different level because it's like you don't even understand how much love and where that's come from you know um yeah so I just wanted to add that on because it, it kind of gets my goat because you know people just don't really understand it but I understand there's also you can educate people on that as well so if we if people are willing to listen brilliant but yeah definitely and it is really frustrating it's very frustrating when we're not celebrated um so yeah I completely understand does anyone else have anything to share see y'all go ahead um I think for a lot of people it's kind of like um like I'm very alternative like I'm very not sticking with the norm for everything and a lot of people assess that as me being very white very white passing um if you don't follow like a certain kind of way for being black you're almost kind of like outcasted and put away and people shun you if you don't have like the big hair, big bum, big boobs, make sure you kind of dress in this like stereotypical black black way. It's like a lot of kind of prejudice around it, which I think is like really interesting because I think like even from like back in the day, like 1950s, 1960s, if you didn't dress the way that other people expected you to dress, you'd still be bullied. And it's like, we still haven't really changed. And I think maybe in, the 21st century with online and social media and Instagram and stuff that our view of how black people should dress and be is very skewed and that we're not actually like a lot of us following a certain pattern which isn't a bad thing like you know I support it but I think that it's the way that if you don't follow that certain pattern you are automatically white or you're automatically Caucasian or something do you know what I mean like it doesn't make any sense to me that's what I think yeah I agree and I think it's up to us to define who we are what we look like what we wear what we want to do and I think we need to reclaim that because nobody can define me but my own community and I think seeing here now you listening to this podcast you can't see us but how many shades hair types styles jobs are we all in you can never put us in one box or assume anything about us because you know, even within Black, we all have so many different journeys as well. So I completely understand what you mean, Tia. And I think, you know, part of this next generation, we're getting more and more freedom with the way we want to dress and even, you know, going into, um, which we'll come to in another podcast, but sexuality and gender. And I just think we're getting more freedom now as a community and people need to accept that. Um, so the next question is um, quite similar, but 
do we think we are celebrated sufficiently in 2021? And if no, what needs to change in order for that to happen? So Yoji, can I, can I come to you actually for this one? Yeah, um, so I think there are ways in which it needs to develop further. For example, a lot of people are comfortable supporting a black um, sports player or musician, um, but as soon as they voice something that means something to them, some sort of discrimination they've experienced, it's like, oh, don't make it about that. Like, you know, just play the game, just sing the song. And I think it's important that people don't just celebrate the art or celebrate them as, you know, as something that they're interested in, but not actually listen when it comes to something serious. Like um, Lewis Hamilton, for example, um, it was so controversial when he was standing up for Black Lives Matter uh, movement. And a lot of people were saying, you know, just play the game and don't make it about race. But it's so important, especially in that sport as well, where people are really underrepresented underrepresented and he experienced racism himself throughout the whole time um it's just a shame that people weren't more willing to actually listen to what he was going through listen to the bigger picture um I just don't understand why it was so controversial um but it's important for I think now it's great people are being celebrated but also acknowledge what they've gone through acknowledge what's happening in the wider communities in the world and just be open to listen to it? Um, I think it has gotten a lot better um, just from past years. Um, raising awareness, even like just supporting black owned businesses as well. Like we're being more loud about that um, just supporting each other. So I think social media definitely has like a play in, you know, um, up uplifting our community so um i think we have technology today i think it can only go up get better so hopefully in the future but yeah yeah and i think we need to people need to stop kind of picking and choosing when they celebrate us so oh you know when you go to notting hill carnival now i'm all about like celebrating black culture and i love it but then you know when when it comes to actually something serious going on in our community I don't see your support so I feel like yeah it needs to be actually it's an everyday thing um and it's not just for black excellence um because that's another thing like oh my gosh like you you shouldn't have to of done something so massive for people to want to celebrate you we're incredible every day in the things that we do just getting up in a world where there's so much going on against our community that should be celebrated in itself so finally to kind of end on a positive what are your favorite ways to celebrate our culture jay just want to bring it back to the whole not hill carnival carnival is literally my favorite thing like I'm from a Caribbean background and growing up, like my nan will play soaking music, like parties, our family parties, we dance on music. So I think carnival and plus the food, don't let me get you start. My code goat, my rice and peas, like no one can tell me nothing. Like, like Caribbean carnival is like literally my favorite thing. So Notting Hill, hopefully it's on this year, I'm praying. Um, but yes, it's like literally, my favorite way of celebrating 
like our culture so definitely looking forward to that <laughs> yeah we have yeah some stories from carnival <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe in another podcast um yeah I agree I think the favorite way for me is like sharing stories especially with elders like when you speak to them about you know their experiences and and the struggle that they've had but also you know especially a lot of our elders they did live back home whereas I've kind of always lived in the UK so it's incredible to kind of learn from them about you know how it was actually living in the homeland without kind of because it's so obviously so different here um so I always appreciate when when elders share stories um is there anyone else I love the food I love talking to people about like being black you know like sometimes you'd be like yeah man you know when my mum gave me that look and then all the other black people are like "Mm -hmm, that look that she gave and you're like oh my gosh this is what it means to be black basically (laughs) because people all are going through the same thing and it's just so beautiful I think that's why I love so much about our culture um yeah similar with the elders as well um listening to stories from my grandparents um and also with music um writing music and listening to artists that have really inspired me um like Stevie Wonder and Nina Simone Aretha Franklin Ella Fitzgerald all of these just amazing artists and really um being inspired definitely and Yoji you make music yourself right (laughs) so where can people find that and listen to it and enjoy it oh (laughs) Um, on my socials, it's Yoji Music, so it's about Y-O-J-I and then music. And on Spotify, it will be Yoji Y-O-J-I. Okay, perfect. You heard that, everyone. <laughs> so go make sure you support Black music. Um, okay, I love that. And Donna, I don't know if you're still there, or Esther, did you have anything you wanted to share on that one, Esther? Um, I think there's so much stuff like even just being on social media on twitter you see like it's called black twitter or whatever but it's so funny like everybody is from different countries and you know we have the clash of our caribbean african but at the end of the day we're all black and everyone kind of relates on some sort of level and um i understood what tia was saying of you know not just because you're black doesn't mean that you are a certain way and you fit into a certain box but the way that everyone comes together at the end of the day, I think is just so beautiful. And even in the saddest things, I remember being at a funeral and um, being around the culture of, it was so different. Like um, we were all standing around um, the burial site and everyone just started singing in the, in the tribal language. And like, it was, it made me cry, not just because of the funeral, just because of how much love was in such a sad situation. You know, it was amazing just how culture and yeah, but um. That's just one of many things, but I think it's just so amazing to be black and just be part of that experience in life. But yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting. All of our ways we celebrate us is coming together, essentially, in one way or another. Um, and I think that's what our culture is all about. And we can't celebrate it without each other to share it with. Um, and I think that's such a sacred thing um, that we're so blessed we're able to have. So yeah that was amazing i'm gonna end on a on another quote um because i feel like every time we should end on black upliftment this is another incredible woman that you should check out dorothy height 
an incredible um, activist um, and again, writer. And her quote is, I want to be remembered as someone who used herself and anything she could touch to work for justice and freedom. I want to be remembered as the one who tried. And yeah, I feel like that's what we're all doing today through coming together and talking about what we want, what we need, but also celebrating us. This is part of making change. And yeah, thank you all so much for, for joining. And um, I really look forward to the next one. So thank you everyone for listening.